I'm Karen Morgan, and this is the Purple Bike Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Purple Bike Podcast. I'm very excited tonight because I have two friends that are joining me from the Talking in the Driveway podcast. I'm actually, I'm wearing their shirt because I was on their podcast a few weeks ago, and we had such a good time that I thought it might be fun for them to come to my podcast. And I was going to say something like, I'm going to park my purple bike in the driveway. And I thought that sounds, that sounds kind of risky. (laughs) (laughs) And so I thought I won't say that, but um, what I'd love for you guys to do is just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit, tell us where you are too. Cause my, my, my listeners are a lot down South and a lot, I have some listeners in the UK. So I'd love for y'all to tell them where you are located and what you do. And then also about a little bit about your podcast as well. So Cam, do you want to start us out? Sure. Well, first off, Karen, thanks for having us here on the Purple Bike. And you're you're welcome to stop the Purple Bike in the driveway anytime you'd like. You, you know you're welcome. Uh, so Sounds uh, like a Prince song. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so our, our podcast, we're basically four friends that have known each other for, I guess, better part of 20 years now. And we were all educators. And we talked about having a podcast for a number of years. And the pandemic kind of brought it on because we weren't seeing each other. So we were getting together on Zoom. We're like, we're, we're going to get this together. So we, we did. And it's just simple, laid back, four guys. What we like to do if we weren't in the podcast, we'd be sitting in one of our driveways, having a few beverages, talking sports, talking life, talking movies. So we just thought, hey, why don't we record it? And that's kind of how talking in the driveway started. Uh, we really enjoy it. Uh, I, I think we're getting a little bit better at it as, as, we've, as we've gone along. And I think even we were talking about this not too long ago, even if nobody was listening, I think we keep doing it just because we enjoy the time yeah. with, with each other. So it has it's been a, a lot of fun and I'm certainly glad that we could do this uh, podcast crossover event. I feel like we're on law and order. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like when, when we're, you're over there and we're, I, I, what I think is so cool about creating podcasts, right? Cause I didn't mind the same way. We were all stuck at home. It's like, what do you do? And it is a really great way to connect with other people. And then you find out, oh, this is actually really kind of cool and fun. And, and I knew nothing about podcasting when I started like zero, I had to learn the equipment and all the stuff. And now I'm like, okay, that's sort of secondary. And the best part about it is just talking to people. So that's the fun yeah. part. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's a, a real good time. And I guess I should say I'm in uh, Bridgeville, Delaware. So if anybody wants to know where Delaware is, it's uh, basically an annex of Maryland. Uh, you're never too far from, from Maryland when you're in Delaware. Uh, it's three counties. So I always say this. The top is Newcastle County. That's Wilmington, a suburb of Philadelphia. The center is Kent County. That's Dover. Think NASCAR. And then you get to Sussex County and you think the beaches, except my side of the county is the chickens and the farms. So that's a little bit about where we are. Uh, I know you're going to uh, talk to the flamingo here, but he lives, even though he lives in Delaware, he lives in a separate country, at least for <laughs> another couple of weeks, because he's moving to Sussex County very shortly. Oh, do you, do you have to, is that like a step up or do you have to go? Get- <laughs> it, it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. So, so Cam, I noticed your Steelers uh, insignia behind you. So I, I know that when I was a guest on y'all's podcast, you're very, y'all are very uh, pro sports, you know, proactive in pro sports. And I am a college football lover. We talked a, bit, a little bit about that, but I know you're a Steelers fan. Is is that primary your primary team? What, what's your primary team that you cheer for? Well, it would be be the Steelers. Uh, when you're born in Western Pennsylvania, that you come out and the doctor wraps you in a terrible towel. <laughs> you know, the, the, the the black and gold just flows through your veins. So I mean, I'm I'm Steelers more than anything, but also a, a Pirates and a Penguins fan. And I'm a Pitt alum, so I I'm all about college football and basketball when it comes to Pitt. Unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of success in in my lifetime. Well, I guess in my lifetime, I was pretty young when they won the national championship in '77 or '78 there. Or so, uh, but it's you know that's I really follow all sports. But my my true passion is is the Steelers. You can probably you can tell by the room, but it is really a Pittsburgh room. There's a section that's Pirates and Penguins, but the majority of it is Steelers. Okay, gotcha. And y'all, I would imagine y'all are on basketball now. Is that what y'all are talking about? Oh yeah, basketball. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's my it's the, my least favorite professional sport. Uh, well, way. we're we're all about the NCAA tournament. We 
basically selection Sunday is like Christmas to us. And oh. then we'll um, usually it's that first Thursday and Friday we get together and just watch basketball. They've changed it this year on it. So all day Friday, we will uh, be teaching from our, the basement virtually and watching basketball. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how that's going to work out for some folks, but we'll see. No, I think your students will, are going to appreciate the fact that you're well-rounded individuals and you can multitask and also teach <laughs> them at the same time. So, Cam, what do you teach? I know you're an educator, but what do you teach specifically? Well, I, I'm out of the classroom. I've been in administration for, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say it's 13 years now. Uh, I've been a principal. I've been an assistant superintendent, and I am currently uh, the director of human resources for the Seaford School District. So yeah, I'll, and- I'll actually be on that Friday. Well, uh, Metal Lightning and the Plat Flamingo and the Silent Assassin are teaching their classes. I'm going to be recruiting students from, I think, Bloomsburg University in eastern Pennsylvania or central, cent- east central Pennsylvania, I guess would be how I'd put it. But it's going to be interesting, you know, that recruiting going on because I'm sure a couple of my friends are going to pop over to my Zoom and, you know, <laughs> they and they work in different districts. So I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think <laughs> I, I may have to pop in that day. I'm coming. Absolutely. I'm- Always welcome. Bringing the bike over. Well, thank you so much, Cam. I'm so glad y'all could join us. So, Ryan, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So, I didn't get to meet you last time because you were having a, a an emergency of some sort. Uh, alleged emergency. <laughs> Nobody has been able to confirm. Uh, you can check my bank account for the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a teacher um, in Delaware. I actually grew up outside of Philadelphia, and I've been down here for almost 18 years now in Delaware, um, mostly due to my keen sense of direction and thinking that everything uh, was within an hour and a half in Delaware, which I wasn't too far off on, but pretty close. Uh, so I ended up down here after college and I met my wife and I started an education as a first grade teacher. And now I teach technology cool. and worked with all these guys at some point in time, whether in the classroom or on the football field coaching that's pretty much it. I'll be moving soon. I got two more weeks in my house here in the other country of Dover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'll be so uh, the moving process. I'm I'm sure that Cam and 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 Metal Lightning, all those guys are going to help you move, right? They're coming over to help. Yes, yes, and and the Flamingo will be getting pizza for everybody because we know how much Metal Lightning likes pizza, and <laughs> That's he, right. he he gets very upset when you he doesn't mind helping you move, but he gets very upset if you offer him pizza for moving. So that's all the flamingo's going to have there. And one mozzarella stick. One mozzarella, that's it. Just the one. Yeah. We're going to divvy it up into small portions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pork. So, so yeah, the moving process, it, it happened super quick. It's two days. So, wow. well, that's yeah. good. You know, that you don't good. need to linger around. There's no, no need to like, no, it, it was the, it was the 12 and a half years of crap in the house that was lingering. Yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about it. We've been in this house for 13 years and it's um I did try to clean a little bit when the pandemic first started. <laughs> I've I've I was like, why why am I bothering with this? There's really no reason. So Yeah, there was things I didn't even know were in my house. So. <laughs> there weren't any there weren't any people there that you didn't know about were there? <laughs> no, there was no people, but there was a lot of people's stuff that yeah. I didn't know was here. Because often when I do laundry, I ask myself, how many people actually live in this house? <laughs> because we produce a mass amount of clothes. So Cam, you have three kids, is that right? Yes, I have three. Right. Uh, a 17-year-old a 10-year-old and a 3-year-old. Oh lord. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Daddy knows of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we spa- we spaced them out for, you know, every 7 years, but we uh let's just say we've closed the barn a- after the last one. There will be oh. no 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 one coming in 4 years. <laughs> do we do we close the barn with a special uh procedure that involves frozen peas? Uh well, that's eventually coming on my end, but we 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 closed the barn when the last week we, we Let's just we shut the door after the last one came out. <laughs> gotcha. That's all good. So some some doors are ready to be closed. It's fine. It's okay. So right. and Ryan, you have <laughs> Ryan, you have two kids? I do have two children. Yes, they are 16 months apart. Okay. Uh, they are eleven and the other one will be turning ten in um, two weeks. So Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna be in there with their teenagers together, which I had my. I can't wait. You're gonna have a. Are yours boys, girls? What Ryan? What are you? Uh, I have a girl and a boy. Okay, so So. you got you got insanity on both sides. It's okay. And so and and insanity runs in both sides of our family. So. (laughs) 
your, oh, your- it absolutely does. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and I can say that because Mrs. Flamingo is not a listener. She doesn't li- no. she doesn't listen to our podcast. Now, no. probably just to stick it to us, she'll listen to this one now. Well, I'll send I'll send her a T-shirt. When I, You're I probably going to be her favorite person in the whole entire podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. So a little bit about the Purple Bike, and, and Ryan says I haven't met you. So the Purple Bike is I cover the 40 years between my two Purple Bikes. My first bike that was purple I got in fifth grade. It was the kind that had the big banana seat and the handlebars and it was just a really cool bike. And I got that in the fifth grade in 1975. And then I got my second purple bike in 2015. And so the purple bike I'm covering each year of those 40 years. And I talk about the pop music and what's going on in the world that year. And, you know, what were the top songs? What were the top movies? What were we doing during those years? So my first question to both of y'all was what was your first bike growing up? I Um, had a Huffy bike and it was, it was black and gold. I know it's a shocker to everybody, (laughs) Uh, but one of the things I blew a back tire out. So the tires were yellow. And I mean, I love this, this bike and I wish, you know, I wish I still had it, but I blew the back tire out. Well, you couldn't find a yellow tire anywhere. So <laughs> made yellow tire. I, yeah, I went, com- I completely went ghetto and put a black tire on the back. And so it was even more black and gold. <laughs> and I can still remember that, that bike to this day. It's what I know. My dad wouldn't let me have training wheels. He, he was a tough man. Oh man. Uh, still is a tough man. So it was from the beginning, but I think by the end of day two with my knees and elbows and everything <laughs> bloodied and the bike scratched up, I was able to ride a bike. Riding that bike. Did, is your dad one of those people that just threw you in the pool to teach you how to swim? Is it the same kind Yes, of but, the, but the thing I did understand is why he tied the cement block to my leg when he did it. <laughs> it was actually the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't too far offshore. It worked out fine. How about you, Ryan? What was your first bike? Um, my first bike was a red tricycle from American, I think it was Radio. Or oh, yeah. Company flyer like a- yeah, it was one of their offshoots. Um, and funny enough, I actually still have it. Ah. Did, did you find it when packing? <laughs> uh, I found it when when unpacking or well, emptying out my grandfather's house when he passed. Wow, that's awesome, oh, man! Cool. It has solid rubber wheels. My son rode it for a few years, and it's packed up somewhere right now. But we're going to get some um, cleaner on the uh, stainless steel and clean it up and give it to my nephew. Oh, that's so great. Does your nephew deserve it, though? I mean, do you you sure you don't want to keep it? Um, I kind of want to keep it, but he'll give it back. Don't give that tricycle up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd keep it. Someday Parker can pass that down to his son. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know if that's ever going to happen with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You don't you you can't book on that. Is Is it your brother or sister's child that you're about to give it to? Um, it's my sister's. Okay. So you need so. to have some, some stuff in writing with your sister. Cause she will be the one that will see about the future. So make sure the agreement, I'm going to put my lawyer hat on. For I that. was going to say, Karen's a yeah. lawyer. So she can probably do this for you. <laughs> you can create an agreement <laughs> that you need to have. You, this is just given for a temporary thing. This is not a permanent gift. You're going to be getting it back after, after he gets a different bite. You need that back. You need to keep that. We'll put it, we'll put it down as a rental. Yeah, exactly. Because I wish, because mine was a Huffy too. And I wish I had that bike, you know, I don't, who knows where, I have no idea what happened with mine. I don't know. I think mine was originally my brother's and it got passed down to me and I didn't have any younger siblings. So anyway, that's. Well, I had a lot of younger siblings and cousins, so I don't know how it ended up the only bike left in the shed. Well, um, see, that's fate. Can we we back up a second, Karen? Your brother passed down to you a purple bike? Yes. Yes, it was it a cool. It was not a girly purple. See, see, like today, when you go to the girl aisle at Toys R Us, or when you when they used to have a girl aisle at Toys R Us, I don't know what they have now. Or Toys R Us. <laughs> so I'm dating myself as a person. But it's it was a it was not that girly purple pink color. It was a very dark purple, and, and it almost it, black. Yeah, and it had you know it had a big long orange flag on a stick. 
So oh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so they could find you when you fell in the ditch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when, when they hit you with their car, they know you. you <laughs> <laughs> they went that way. <laughs> They're down now. So, but yeah, so it started out as my brothers and then it ended up. In, and I don't know, like we moved for, we were living in an apartment at the time. And when we moved to a, a, a real house, um, I don't know what happened to the bike. I got a different bike. So anyway, keep, Ryan, keep your bike. I'm sorry. I will. Sorry, nephew. Sorry, family. Yeah, we're ruining it. <laughs> Sorry, nephew. So the first question I want to ask you guys is a music-related question. And this may or may not fall into my 40 years, and it doesn't matter. But what was, and I'll start with you, Ryan, what was the song, the favorite song you were listening to during your senior year in high school? And what were you doing? So I, I had I had to put two of these down because there's there's two sides of my life in high school. There's the side my family knew and the side my family didn't know. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with the side my family knew. Uh, and I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan. And that was when uh, the Live at Luther College album came out with him and Tim Reynolds. Uh, so I, I played a lot of number 41, mostly making out with my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and wait, so what was, year no, was this, Ryan? What year? This was 1999. Nine, oh, God, I'm just so old. So, um, anyway. so yeah, that was on repeat quite often in the basement uh, <laughs> with the CD player, you know, nice. the big boom box table, tabletop nice. one. Uh, okay. So that was that one. And um, quite often we went on what we would call the drive with some of my friends, which we may or may not partaken in some things in the car <laughs> as we drove. Um, and quite often, and I don't know why this was the case, but um, we would crank No Scrubs by TLC <laughs> and sing along. <laughs> See, this is when you find out the really good stuff because because your parents aren't with you in high school. What were you doing? What were you what were you driving? Did you have a car? Um, I did have a car. I had a 1987 tan Ford Taurus oh, that. Was, chick magnet. Was yeah, gonna, it was yeah. a chick magnet. How many girls were falling over themselves and getting that back of that car? Exactly one, my girlfriend, and that was it. Well, let me just tell uh, you, you were lucky to have the one in that car. That's yeah, that is a hundred percent true. Um not because of you, but because of the car. That's all. That's all. So we would have that cranking on the um anti-skip plug and play walkman. <laughs> Uh, and and we used that car often because it had a sunroof that was manual, although it wasn't supposed to be manual. <laughs> Just push like this, like uh huh. One person pushed up, the other person pushed back. <laughs> so yeah, and if it wasn't that car, it was uh, my friends had a brand new Hyundai Accent Ooh. that we used to pile six teenage boys into. Um, yeah, because girls wouldn't go. That's no, yeah. no, they wouldn't. <laughs> That's awesome. See, I love these stories. All right, Cam, your turn. What what song did you were you listening to senior year? First of all, what year was it? What song and what were you doing? Oh, it was nineteen ninety-five is when I, I graduated, but I was also listening to Dave Matthews making out with uh the Flingo's girlfriend in his basement. <laughs> That's sick because she was only thirteen. <laughs> no, uh no, ninety-five, and so I, I was thinking about this. The dance by Garth Brooks was a, a popular. It was our prom song. Don't ask me why I remember that, but I just I had a group of friends that we were all really like in the country at that point, and and Garth was like, you know, he was he was the man, and so yeah. I remember that song. But it's funny you mentioned TLC because that was the summer of not going to chase waterfalls. Oh, and yeah, I remember that song playing no matter where you went you heard it and so what was i doing i the real memory i have of the don't go chasing waterfalls is i worked i was working a day camp in the summer before college and the kids just loved that song and so it was playing all the time and and there were a couple questions that came out of that song that i don't know that 18 year old cam was ready to answer for an eight-year-old young lady we got by prepared me for teaching early. I was going to say that you, you had a calling if you were able to maneuver through that. That's very funny. <laughs> what were you driving for a vehicle? Uh, well, I didn't get a car until towards the end of my first year of college. And my first car was a 1987 Chevy Cavalier, which cost me all of $1,200. <laughs> and 
the dog that we have costs more. <laughs> so I often remind my children of that when I, I explain the money and, yeah, yeah. and everything. But yeah, that car, it, it was an old state car. And that thing, it was great. It had the greatest heater in the world. The first 20 minutes was terrible. But if you could get through the first 20 minutes, you, you were good to go. You're in the middle of a Pennsylvania uh, winter. You know, it wasn't a heater. It just didn't have a firewall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're stripping down. You're down to your beater and jeans and, and people are going by. Like, what is wrong? It, but it was it was it was a great first car. That's good. You're making a panini in your in your, in your seat. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll date myself. I'll tell y'all that I graduated in 1982. Um, I was driving a Honda Prelude that was a stick shift that when it was presented to me, I did not know how to drive. So uh, there were a lot of gear grinding, tearful lessons with my dad sitting at the bottom of a hill, like an entire day. He's like, by the end of this day, you're going to get up that hill in first gear. And we, I cried all day. Eventually, I learned how to drive that car. But I also date myself. The number one song in 1982 was Olivia Newton-John's Physical, Let's Get Physical. And I actually went to see her in concert. That's how lame I was. In <laughs> did you wear the leg warmers? I did. I wore the leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, I have a picture of myself at a, at a, as a freshman in college, because that was the next year, with dressed up as her for Halloween with the, with the like headband. And I was so, um, I was such, I was so lame. But the coolest song that was playing was not that. The coolest song, we Tainted, Lo- Tainted Love by Soft Cell so- is the, one I remember the most because like we were, we were, we would go like drink beer at the lake. We we were just kind of country kids. And so we would end up going to the swimming hole with our beers, you know, and I just remember that song playing whenever we were out in the woods drinking. So, so now I want to talk about movies because we had a really good time talking about movies on, on y'all's podcast. So this is sort of our, our bigger subject for tonight. Um, and since we all have kids, I, I sort of felt like this might be a good question for everybody. So my question is, what are your five favorite kids movies that are also fun for adults? And then at the end, we're going to do what's the, what's the worst one you had to sit through. So we'll start with the five. Fa- Let's go. We can go do a round table and just like do number. It doesn't have to be ranked, but we're going to each do five. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> you may or may not know I'm not a big ranker. He, oh, okay. He, okay. He, he is not like, he's not anti-vaxxer. He's anti-ranker. Okay. We yeah. will not rank. We will, we don't. Oh, no, no, no. I ranked mine. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, we, we can rank. I'll I'm... rank just for you. Just oh, for you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Who, you, whoever wants to start, y'all you, rank and, or however you want to do it. I will yield to the junior Senator from Smyrna. <laughs> <laughs> not for long. I have to give up my seat. So. I'll be working on the speech for that after this. Um, <laughs> and the be- Karen, the best part of him moving is we're going to be about 10 minutes from each other. Oh, gosh. So I, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah you- not so sure our wives are happy about that. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you say I'm best now. Be- you say best. Like, that's a good I'm going to need a moped just so I can make it over to his house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should get a purple bike. You ah. could. Wow. Purple mopeds are probably expensive. <laughs> um, all right. So <clears throat> I did these. What I did them on was even though it's like some of these will be my favorite, my favorite personal kid movies, like kind of the things at the end. I did the ones with my kids. Gotcha. So the ones that I liked with them, not, not oh, like the no, ones that's that fair. I liked yeah. with kids. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, so number five for me was the movie Up. Oh. Yeah. I love the movie Up. Uh, the story, uh, especially the shocker the first time you watch it and you almost cry when you realize that his wife died. No spoiler alert, man. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. I, I, I never saw up. Now, now you just ruined really? it for me. Oh, no, 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 I have. No. I'm just... <laughs> um, and the dogs. I love the dog in the movie. Um, I love the relationship he forms with the kid. And it's just a, a good movie all around. It's got some action, some adventure. Uh, that's, um, a, that's a really good choice. I will tell you that when I saw up, I bawled like I physically bawled crying when during the um, and I was like, what are these what are these is this killing me? I, and I and I don't know if I was 
Uh, what year? Do you know what year it was, Ryan? Do you remember? I don't okay. remember off okay. the top of my head. But I just remember, I remember maybe. crying in the movie theater. And, and I, of course, was with my kids and they're all like, Mom, are you OK? You know, you're, you're like, I'm fine. It's the movie. <laughs> so I think that's a great choice. That's a really good choice. All right, Cam, what do you think? All right. So my number five, since we like to go from the bottom to the top, uh, is the whole I kind of took advantage of this, but the whole Toy Story franchise, but especially Toy Story three, because um, uh-huh. remember, that's when the, the toys basically get abandoned at the daycare. And so they're having to deal with like nobody wanting them and they hatch that whole plan. And uh, Lotso is, you, I think, the dark version of Woody, what have you. But uh, just the whole course of that franchise, you have the the macho uh man against man with woody and and buzz you have woody always you know keeping his eye out for bo peep yeah and of course the constant mr potato head wanting a mrs potato head (laughs) just the little offset humor in there from time to time obviously the kids enjoy it but that's and it's really i think what started a lot of these movies is is toy story especially from pixar side yeah no I, i agree and i actually i have toy story on my list at the top Um, But it's interesting because I like the first one and I don't know if it's because it's, it's, it's fun to watch the progression though, of even, even the um, animation, the computer animation, how better it gets as you go through the franchise. Um, But the first one to me, because that was the one I remember going to the theater going, wow, this is an amazing thing that they've done with this computer animation. And then you've got, like you said, you've got Don Rickles, You've got, you know, the guy Slinky that sadly passed away. You've got all these great character voices. And as the adult, I'm like, that's Don Rickles. And that is so funny. And the, his Mrs. Potato Head was the lady that was uh, George George's mother on Seinfeld. I can't remember her name either, but I just enjoy that as a parent. I, I was definitely not bored. By the time I got to the third one, I sort of, I don't know, I didn't lose interest, but I just loved the first one so much. And I still haven't seen four because that's when the kid goes off to college. And I'm like, I physically can't, <laughs> I will be bawling like the whole movie as opposed to in up just the beginning. So I, I haven't seen four because I can't do it. My kids are going off to college right now. So I'm like, oh, wait. I'm not surprised you picked the first one because we know your pure hatred of sequels from when you were on talking in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, do the first one and stop and move on. So, <laughs> all right. So, Ryan, what's your next one? Uh, so I actually I also had Toy Story at number one. Going back to that one. Oh, that so was- I I'm wrong for having it at five, and you two both having it at and one. This is why we don't rank things, Cam. Geez. No, 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 no. This is why we rank things. <laughs> exactly why we rank things. Um, but yeah, I had the first one. I enjoyed two, three, uh, four is definitely kind of like a wrap up. If you ever do watch it, yeah. it's kind of a good ending where you just leave with a little smile and, and it's over. So, or, or do you leave crying in the parking lot? Cause your kids have gone to college. That uh, depends how dedicated and committed you are to the series. Are <laughs> <So. laughs> well, our- I'm, I have the oldest child in, in our group of friends, and I'm not quite sure he's going to ever go off to college. Because I'm, I'm fairly certain at this point that he's going to be 30 and in my basement. Uh, and I have to owe it, part of that to his third grade teacher who happens to be on this podcast, and it's not me. <laughs> well, uh, well, on his way. Well, on his way. He's doing uh, just fine. I only taught him in science, by the way. So. <laughs> He's doing well in his STEM classes. It's going to be fine. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right, his Kim. finance is great. So. <laughs> Cam, what is your second one? Uh, my next one I had on there was cars. Oh. Uh, I remember seeing that the first time. And I actually remember our, our good friend, Captain Caveman, saw it before me. And he like sent me a text. He was, dude, you got to go see cars. He said, it is more adult than it is kids. And I, I didn't have kids at the time. So I remember going to see it at the theater and I'm like, how are they getting away with this? And just, you know, the kids are laughing. The adults are laughing. Yeah. Uh, Lightning McQueen, of course, is the, the famous race car driver has groupies at one point. Uh, I think it was uh, the, the two red cars or whatever flashed them with their headlights and you go by the, the, the one sign as you go by, if you notice it, it says top down truck stop. For, so it's convertible cars, but basically it's a topless, what would be a topless <laughs> bar topless and car bar. world. And I think the, the best one is instead of going cow tipping 
they go tractor tipping. Tractor tipping. <laughs> and as somebody who's from the country, I appreciate that. So I had cars as my fourth on my list. That that is, I, you know, I I didn't even think about cars, but that is true because there were so many details in cars that you almost had to watch it multiple times to get because it's in the background or it's a vehicle joke or something like that. And I was privileged enough to to know Dan Whitney, who's Larry the Cable Guy. And when I was at his house in Nebraska, and he's got this whole setup of Mater and all this stuff in, in his like giant garage. And um, I can't, he did a little voice thing for me, for my kids that, as Mater. And it, it's, there's something really great about that movie about it's, it's wholesome, but it's not boring for parents. It's, a, it's the, the key to all of it. And it's funny, you know, all the, the topless stuff, the, the, the hippie van, and then you've got the military yeah. guy, mm-hmm. you know, that racket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, Ryan, what's your next one? Um, so my number four, cause I never got to that one. Uh, cause of course I jumped to number one. This is why I don't number things. Um, <laughs> Is is School of Rock uh-huh. uh, with Jack Black? Yeah, I I don't I don't know if that's technically a kids movie. I guess it would be, but that's one of the movies that no matter what time it's on, my kids and I will stop and watch it. Um, him being the teacher, that's actually not the teacher; it's his roommate, and then he do, actually does something good for the kids. And I know they don't win. That's kind of what makes it cool. Is that they they didn't win the contest at the end, and but he ended up setting up an actual School of Rock. So yeah. Um, that, the scene where they play, uh, where he gets the principal trunk and then plays Stevie Nicks. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, Joan Cusack is one of my favorites. I, any any movie she's in, I loved her in Gross Point Blank. But any movie that she's in, she, I, I just think she's brilliant. So that that is, I think technically it is a kids movie. I don't think it's Disney. I can't it's remember. It's PG, so yeah. I went with it. Yeah. All right. I forgot to give my my next one, which was um, Finding Nemo. Is my next one. Um, I just, I got to, I, I liked all the voices. I like sort of the, the angst of the dad and, you know, the overprotectiveness and I don't know. I, it also came about as my, my kids were a certain age so that we saw it together in the theater. And, you know, there's something special about seeing, seeing that one on a big screen with all the water effects. I've, I've, I'm still amazed at commun- computer animation that, you know, you're underwater and I scuba dive. So I'm like, this the, the detail of that, you feel like you're really underwater. So I, I enjoyed that one. That was my next one. All right, Cam, how about you? All right. My number three was the Smurf movie. Our, our generation and I'm, I, you know, in between you, the Flamingo is a lot younger than me. Uh, the Dookie Hauser was in it. So, yeah. So the, our generation grew up with the Smurfs. That was the Saturday morning cartoon. I mean, and you just, you always watch it, but the humor in that movie is just great. Like, you know, they use the word Smurf for a lot of different things and, you know, says something like, you know, I'd Smurf her and it just it <laughs> makes me laugh. And, it, but it's still the, you know, the kids love it because little blue guys running across the screen, but a lot of, a lot of good humor in there. And of course, Gargamel is just a classic in, in that movie. You know, I don't see, this is a generational thing. because I didn't see the Smurf movie and, you know, I remember Smurfs, I mostly remember them as like Happy Meal toys, but younger than me. I, I don't remember. I just. Choking I, hazards. Yeah, they were they were really good toys. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to smurf on that. <laughs> uh, that. That's a good choice, though. I didn't think about smurfs. Um, so my next one is, this is one of my favorites, A Bug's Life. And I, again, it's another computer animated one, but there was something about every character and we still rewatch that one because there's just so many little funny details, like when they go to the bar and they're, you know, they're drinking stuff. And then when they got, when they get fired from the guy, the flea fires them. And then the, the little two fleas are like, you're fired. You're fired. Like we, we say that around my house all the time. And there's just something really great about a bug's life. I, I probably will. I'll, that's when I will rewatch like by myself. And I, I'm going to watch this movie because I'm 57 and I need to see children's movies. It's all, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan, you're up. Uh, so number three on my list is a Lego movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just the kids love the movie. I love the movie. Um, everything is awesome in it. So that's, <laughs> 
I saw what you did uh, there. Yeah. That, but that then at the end, the whole, the whole purpose of it was great. You know, the, the dad wanted to stick to it and the son wanted to be creative and, and it's Will Ferrell. So yeah, it's like no. a surprise. And so we, we enjoy that movie as a family with the, the Kraken and uh. <laughs> so and to me that what is so great about that and that's what makes them good adult movies it's it's so smartly written you know it, that is just you, you, somebody had to write it before the computer guys made it and that is so smart that's amazing all right so cam you're up all right so i picked lion king as my number two i just think it it's a, a good story and you look at the the loss of a parent which tends to be a pretty big theme in Disney movies. If, if you really start thinking about it, uh, yeah. actually, if you start thinking about some Disney movies, it can get you depressed. <laughs> um, but then there, Lots you know, death. the, you know, uncle scar basically banishing Simba from the kingdom. And he comes back and the redemption of reclaiming his father's kingdom and, and it thriving again. And just the whole concept of the circle of life. And yeah. so yeah. Uh, I just, that was I remember watching it as a senior in high school. So it was, you know, 90, 94, 95 time period and just being a good movie. And now the live version of it coming out was, was just great to watch because you're, I'm thinking of the animated and there are, are my kids watching it like, Oh, this is, this is neat. Yeah. What, what do you think? Cause I haven't seen the, the live version yet. What, how do you compare the two? I, I think the live version is, is basically them acting out the movie because it is like very similar cuts and, and how they're doing things. It, it's really unique how they did that, but I have to go with the OG. I mean, it's not really a sequel. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you feel about uh, remakes or kind of remakes. Well, but. there's something that Disney does and they, and I don't know if there was some clause and when, when Walt Disney died that they have to re they have to make a movie every year or something. And that somebody told me that that's why they they're making all these live versions of from the original animated versions. I would, an honorable mention of my list was Milan. And if you haven't seen Milan, the, the real movie, it is, it is phenomenal. Uh, so I would say that's one where it overtakes it, although there's no dragon. So you're not getting Eddie Murphy, which is, yeah. is, is a downside, but it is just a really, really solid movie. Okay. That's good to know. Um, all right. My next one is, which was ironically on my list when I was on y'all show. Um, and just to let people know our, our subject that night was action movies that are also love stories. Right. So this one covers that and this, but a princess bride. I have to put on my list and it's, I actually feel like it's more of an adult movie than a kid's movie, but you know, I, I just feel like there's, there's so many funny things and so many funny actors and so many takeaways that are sound bites in my home that it covers both for, for our house. Hello lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you, how's, how, what's your next one? Uh, the only one I have left is my number two, which was already mentioned. And that was cars. I, did, I love that movie too. Stupid adult humor that's kind of in the background, and the fact that they make all the racers actually kind of mimic NASCAR drivers through the history <laughs> of NASCAR. Yeah, made it even funnier if you knew anything about NASCAR. I know the other guys don't, so they probably don't get it. But well, I feel okay. like the animators. I feel like the animators had fun with that one. Like you know, anything from the the little gasoline filler up or, you know, the, all the NASCAR crew things that they would do were little vehicles and the, the little Italian yeah. tire guy. Pit stop. <laughs> oh, the fact, Flamingo, that you worked for NASCAR in the pit changing tires probably ties you to have to rank that there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a few of the characters are based off of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not tractor tipping. Not tractor tipping. Not tractor tipping. No. Right. Cam, do you have any more? Or did we do all yours? Yeah, I have my, my top one. And it was okay. actually on my list when, I don't know if you've listened, uh, two weeks ago, we had the top Eddie Murphy movies. Oh, um, I didn't know. Right, right, okay. We ranked the yeah. top five. So I won't, I won't spoil it for you, but on high on my list was Shrek. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just really appreciate that movie for all the, the great humor that takes place there. But as your kids are watching it, you're watching it. And it's all these fairy tales that, you know, and how they're like mocking them. Yeah. Through, yeah. through different things. Like when they do the whole thing. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? <laughs> yes. The Muffin Man. <laughs> Dude, there's on Drury Lane. I, I, it's just so funny. And so all the little things that, that go into that are, yeah. are great. And once again, it's a whole franchise type thing that I, I enjoy in there. But the, the first one is, I think, is the best one. And yeah. then is it 
I can't remember. Is it is it one or two at the end of it? Like they come out and do like the American Idol. If you're watching the DVD, I think it's the, le- the it's two. It's two. I, I think it's be. because I think that number is, one, number one's when they do like the concert. Eddie Murphy yeah. sings at the wedding. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it must be two. And I, I just think of that is that that's for adults there because you know, that's right when American Idol was was the show. Yeah. yeah. And so I just I really appreciate Shrek and oh, it's great. Uh, you know it's something we watch in this house often. Well, it's interesting because I'm I'm currently producing my episode for 2001, and that's when Shrek came out. So when that whenever I get done editing that one, you can hear all about my stuff on <laughs> two years from now. Um, 2001, so, exactly. It was it was. It doesn't seem like it's a long time ago, but it was 2001 when it came out. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So my last one, um, my last one is Elf. You know, I just, oh, I just, you know, it is a holiday movie, but in terms of it is a kid's movie, it's a, it's an adult movie. I just, I, it's just one of my favorites. And again, I sort of rank these on which ones can we watch together still now as a family, which one do we, you know, we started when they were little, but we still watch them now. And I think just Will Ferrell and, and just again, so smartly written. And then I, I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's a, a there's a, Netflix series called the movies that made us. And they talk about when they made, when they made and how they weren't sure if they were going to get the rights to the Rankin Bass elf costume, the green, you know, the green costume. So they double shot every scene in a blue one. Like he would do this. Will Ferrell would do the scene in the green elf costume. And then they would do it again in the blue elf costume, like for the whole movie. So anyway, I I appreciated the movie even more after I saw the, the documentary on that, but I love elf. Okay, so now our last question of the evening. As parents, what is the worst kids movie that you have ever had to sit through? Who wants to I'll go? start? Planes. Planes was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what possessed them. I know it came right after Cars, so they were thinking of another concept. But I would say Planes would be that, I don't even know, it'd be like the twin in your mom's stomach when you're 14 minutes old that didn't make it. <laughs> It was that bad. Oh. I know. <laughs> That's so bad. That's I don't even remember planes. That's I I, That's, I didn't see it. Like That's a, that's how memorable. Just consider was. yourself lucky. Oh, man. Who who was was there like a major star's voice in planes like anybody we would know? I think Dane Cook was the Oh, well there you go. Was, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, yeah that's pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam, how about you? What is the worst kids movie you have ever had to sit through? So a very close second was Power Rangers, the movie. Oh, that I literally yeah. fell asleep while watching it. And that doesn't happen very often in the movie theater. But the worst movie I've ever had to sit through is I have to write it down because I can't is the adventures of shark boy and lava girl. Oh, ew, I had to, ooh, I watched that one. So terrible. We're, we're here yeah. the one night and the boys, I don't even know if Mia was, Mia was either a real, uh, uh, you know, a couple months old or she hadn't joined us yet. And we're picking a movie to watch and they're like, Oh yeah, we like shark boy, lava girl. And I'm like, what is this? It just looks bad. And mm-hmm. so they go into it, I guess it was on Netflix and we start watching it. And it's 10 minutes in. And I'm like, look, I'm going to slip my wrist if I have to continue to watch this movie. It is so bad acted. It is such a terrible plot. And they like love it. I'm, and I'm like, I paused the movie one point. Like, what is wrong with the two of you? So I'm asking a seven-year-old what's wrong with him. Like in this movie, he's just looking up at me. I'm like, this, this is terrible. <laughs> I, I think, and I think it, at one point I just decided, you know what? The only way I'm going to make it through this is to drink heavily. <laughs> And so I did, but yeah, it's yeah. still a, a terrible, terrible movie. And if here's what I would suggest to anybody. If if you don't go look for it on Netflix, find a way to block <laughs> it on Netflix so nobody can ever watch it again. Kids love it, though. They love that movie. That's my probably kid, the movie me was made to. No, 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 no. I can confirm that did not happen. <laughs> my kids did watch it. As, as I recall, the guy, the kid from... One of the vampire Twilight movies was Shark Boy. Is that the right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It yeah, I think sucked. so. It doesn't matter. Okay. Could have been, yeah. <laughs> so, so Cam uh, doesn't know. <laughs> no, no idea. So it's awful. It's like PTSD. You're like, no, I don't want to see. Yeah, it. don't bring yeah. that up. <laughs> um, so ta- you were talking about going to sleep in a movie. My, if you ask my husband, he's. He, if you ask him, he's in the next room. If he was in here and you asked him. <laughs> 
he's enjoying a cocktail, I'm sure. Um, Good if you him. asked him what was the worst movie you ever saw with the kids, he took the kids to see this movie called Barnyard or The Barn. <laughs> and it was animated. It was cows like Roseanne Barr was one of the voices. And <laughs> anyway, apparently my kids, w- when I picked them up or they came home, my kids were like, Daddy fell asleep and he was snoring really loudly. Like, <laughs> It was like, well, he, you know, I think he was trying to give me a break because they were all so little at the same time. But anyway, he didn't make it through. So the worst kids movie in, in my book, and, and you you may or may not have seen this, but it's considered a classic, a classic movie. And I think it's terrible and it's awful. And for some reason, we owned it on VHS and my kids liked it. It's called The Red Balloon. It's French. and it, just, You can stop there. But there's no... But there's, <laughs> There's no talking like and it's it is a if you look up the red balloon, you'll see it's oh classic. It's a classic film. Blah, blah, blah. And it's only like half an hour long, but it seems like eight and a half hours long because it sucks. So bad. <laughs> but it's this little French boy chasing this red balloon throughout Paris. And at the, <laughs> at the end, he catches a bunch of balloons and then they take him up in the air and he fly. And, and it looks like a real kid is dangling from all these balloons over the city of Paris. And then the, and then the movie's over and my kids are like, did he die? You know, what happened to the little boy? I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. This movie is terrible, but the, the red balloon do not want, if somebody tells you it's a classic that you have to see, you do not, you do not need to see that movie. It's awful. That reminds me of we were in the car and the kids were watching and this. I, you probably don't know this. It's called Adventures of Gumball. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's just an annoying, annoying cartoon. And they kept watching over and over again. My wife. <laughs> and this is this is so a, a me move, not her move. She ejects it, winds down the window and throws it out the window. <laughs> and the kids like or just, Evan was real young. <laughs> me, it wasn't with it. But I remember like. It was like just silent. silent. <laughs> and and Javen's like, Mommy, did you just do that? <laughs> yes, I did. And there was no question. And it's like kind of one of those things like we just never talk about. <laughs> on. I love your wife so much right now. I have the <laughs> maddest respect for that. Because that's what that's what we all want to do, but we don't do it for what and she did it. I power to her. I'm so impressed. That's so great. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. This was really fun. And I, I, I appreciate the fact as as parents that we we we've all been we've all wanted to throw that thing out of the car and your wife <laughs> wins. She wins parenthood right there. Karen, can I ask a question sure. be- before we go? Because this has been burning up our podcast here lately. Okay. And I I know you said you're a couple episodes. So we ranked our top sandwiches of, of all time in the not too distant past. Okay. And Hot Pockets came up. And the huge debate going on right now is whether a Hot Pocket is a sandwich. This Ooh. goes back to like the fritter donut debate that yeah, has, I, has still, I still will not let die. <laughs> But where you come down on, do you think a Hot Pocket is a sandwich or not a sandwich? Well, okay. Before I, before I answer the question, I got to give you a backstory about Hot Pockets. Do you, you know, Jim Gaffigan does this Hot Pocket bit. Have you, have you ever heard Jim Gaffigan's comedy bit? Just Google Jim Gaffigan and Hot Pocket. He, he has a pr- pretty famous Hot Pocket joke. I will be doing that immediately after this recording. Same yeah. Here. So, <laughs> so he does this joke. Jim is a great comic, very, really smart, works clean. Um, my friend Vic Henley, who sadly passed away last year, was in a comedy club with Jim when he was working on the Hot Pocket bit. And it wasn't he was in New York clubs and he was trying to get it to work and it it just wasn't landing. And Jim told my friend Vic, he's like, I think I'm just going to jettison this joke. It's not working. You know, I'm I'm going to stop trying with it. And my friend Vic said, Vic said, no, this is a good joke. The problem is you're in a downtown New York club, Hot Pockets are Midwest. They're down South. You know, these are people that eat out of their freezer every night. Do not jettison hot pockets. And now it's one of his like most famous bits. So that's my backstory on hot pockets and comedy. Um, I have to say, (laughs) but I have to say not a sandwich. Thank you. I have to say not a sandwich because a sandwich has two pieces of bread, usually mayonnaise, you know, you can have a meatball sandwich, like a meatball sub, but a hot pocket is more like a, I don't know, what do you call those 
pizza things that you get a turnover. at turnover calzone calzone it's more like a calzone you know or even that pastry but it's not a sandwich oh don't bring pastry into it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's another hot debate yeah. yes a very hot debate but so we actually heard back from hot pockets we emailed them and they're claiming <laughs> they're claiming it's a sandwich and they said that they would come on if they're working on somebody coming on the podcast. I don't know if they know what they're in for. <laughs> so it's a, a Nestle. They, what they call a Nestle uh, ambassador is what the title was, which I just think is awesome. It's some dude that just eats Hot Pockets all day. Uh, so we, oh my I, God. it is. We, it's an we intern agree with, probably that's not we, getting paid. Yeah. Like, hey. no, not <laughs> we we agree with you. We don't think it's a sandwich. Not maybe a sandwich. some others, maybe at least one other person who, who may be named after the weather on our podcast, who will not let the debate die that a hot pocket <laughs> is a sandwich. No, it's just, it's just, uh, I'm very emphatic about that. I'm actually more, more solid on hot pocket is not a sandwich than the, Think the thing with the donut without a hole is it not a donut, not a sandwich. Is it? But I don't know what you would call it. If it's not a sandwich, what is it? It's like a little awful cheesy pastry. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I see. I'm with you. I don't know. Yeah, How do you consider know. a sandwich if it's stuck together? It's stuck together, but you, it's not you, open. Yeah, and when you open it, you burn the crap out of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing of Jim Jim Gaffigan's bit is like you put it in the microwave outside frozen middle hot lava you know it's just not <laughs> Karen I can assure you on our next podcast you your opinion will be mentioned please and it, do and it will be well respected <laughs> by three quarters of the body yeah. of the driveway crew well I'm I'm very emphatic I def I'm, I I do not sway on that so uh, we will make sure it is known with emphasis absolutely so thank guys thank you so much again your their podcast is called talking in the driveway and it's very fun and very funny and they talk a lot a lot more about professional sports than I do but it you know it the whole thing about podcasting and these shows that we do is that it's just fun to get together it's fun to listen and again I'm so glad that I met you guys and am able to give you my opinion about hot pockets I feel I feel like I've just I've helped the world today so by being with you guys and y'all have helped me. So thanks very much and have a good rest of your school year and a good school break. And I'm sure I will be parking my bike in your driveway again soon. Absolutely. And you know, you're well, <laughs> you're definitely welcome. You're definitely coming in in the fall for the college football preview. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. We're, we're working on something else here to get you in on here, probably in, you know, somewhere in the May, June timeline. Perfect. That's great. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Thanks, listeners, for coming to the Purple Bike, and we'll see y'all again soon. I hope y'all enjoyed this special edition of the Purple Bike Podcast with my friends from the Talking in the Driveway Podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode of Purple Bike. Thanks so much for listening. Y'all have a great day.